0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast Where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things NFL So get ready to geek out on fantasy football With your host, Rich Dotson And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast I'm your host, Rich Dotson Here are my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara Hey, hey And Garrett Price How's it going? It's going well for uh, myself, but for a lot of fantasy teams, not so well. It's been a funny, uh, if you're into funny jokes, one-fifth of the season so far. A lot of superstars looking more like supernovas, and uh, some guys on the radar are looking pretty good, you know, like the running back situation. Like, hey, I got Austin Ecker, And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got Cordero Patterson. And you're like, jealous. <laughs> Dang it. I'm so jealous. He's got over 300 yards rushing. I wish I had Devin Singletary. Yeah. I wish had, at this point, <laughs> right? So we're gonna get into uh this week three of the season. Recording on Monday night. First time we've ever recorded on a Monday night. I yeah, think. weird, right? Yeah, it's it's a little different, but we're we're
1: that means the show comes out sooner. True. So I don't think anybody's gonna be upset about that. I
0: mean, we're missing the game. Monday night game, doesn't sound like it's we're not missing a we are. No, it does yeah. not sound like a good Zeke. game. Zeke? Uh, so if, if you don't get any information on the Monday night game, it's because it's literally going on while we're talking. While we speak. Dude, I might have. I wonder if Zeke's going to move in next to my grandpa at the retirement center. <laughs> not looking <laughs> too good out there. Old. Yeah, yeah. See you, uh, Lamb? Not doing anything to... Uh, it's the Noah Brown show. T- yeah, not doing anything to shed that dynasty scary. You know, I know it's Halloween season coming upon us, but come on, hey, buddy. Don't need to get that back Don't need to become a whole full furry. <laughs> furry? I mean, they dress up, right? Yes, I think so. Kind of like Halloween, mm-hmm. right? Except for the uh, under the tail.
2: No costume there. From what I've heard. From what you've heard.
0: Yeah, it kind of freaks me out. But not that hey, you've
2: ever been to a convention or anything.
0: Dude, I tell every dude, I tell everybody I was talking to some guys at work and we went to the Fancy uh, fantasy football expo and stuff. Like, oh, it's pretty cool. I'm like, Yeah, it's no difference than going to like a knitting convention or Dungeons and Dragons convention or even a furry convention. You know, like that's my jam. Like if your jam is to like dress up as like a animal and then go like hug other people, like cool, dude. As long as you're happy. So tell everybody like, I don't do care, you, what you do. Right.
2: You do you. You do you. Yeah. No big deal.
0: I thought, dude, as long as everybody's happy, and they, whatever they do makes them happy, and doesn't hurt anybody else. Dude, they have a ball. You know there what I mean? Go. go knit sweaters for squirrels. Like whatever's your jam. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I don't care. Got for those nuts somewhere. So <laughs> let's get into week uh, week three recap, shall we? Um, yes, please. but before we do that, can we talk about our friends at Prize Picks? We can. Can mm. we do that? Yeah, you know, little little over unders, a huh. little cool. uh, prop action. Yeah. That's what Prize Picks does, right? Like right now, if you want to take Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, you want to take all these guys' stats and pick the under on these props, then you're going to come out way ahead because he nobody's producing. Hey, if Justin Jefferson's got a good cornerback on him, what are you going to do? Cry. Take the under.
2: Apparently cry if you're putting him in your starting line like me. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You want to take this? It. you
0: good good week one. You want to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire over under rushing yards 11? Smash the under. <laughs> Smash the under. It could get you there.
2: This Thursday, it's the Dolphins versus the Bengals. B- the Bengals. Yep. Tua, 260 yards passing with the bad back. You going under or over on that one?
0: With the bad back. Also it's Thursday an night. And it's Thursday, 260.
2: 260. The that's cheetah was out there talking smack.
0: I know. That's the thing, though. Cheetah was talking mad smack to Apple. Yeah, he's going to look the Apple. I think over. 260 in
1: today's NFL isn't that much.
2: Like I think I would take the over. Our two sixty nine for Joe Burrow.
1: I think I'll take the over on both. Take, I'll take the on. over too. All right, yeah, those are both. The it's lines.
2: close
0: though. It's,
1: it's it's a good line. Yeah. It got me to think about it, but I'll yeah, take yeah. the over.
2: All right,
0: I'll take the over. What's you're, the Joe Mixon?
2: It's got to be low, right? Uh, Let me guess. Son fifty nine. Well, I'm I'm on rushing. All right, I'm, I'm passing. Let me let me go over that's to the rushing. I know that's what th- um, Thursday night Joe rushing. Nixon, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, Offensive rush. I Secondary don't 20. see him yet. Hold on, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> <laughs> how many, many running backs are on there? <laughs> um, a lot. Maje P Ryan's hurt, so I don't know. That he's, that's he's not to... on this front page of him. Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: Well, but that's what price picks is. I mean, it's just player props, right? You pick two to five players over under other projections. You go up to 10 times your entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. And it's not just football. You know, basketball is upon us. Baseball still going on. My Guardians set
2: clicked. 75.5 yards under for Tyreek.
0: Oh, I thought that was your mix Oh,
2: smash for uh, for Tyreek! Smash you over! Smash you over! He's He's going to do that on one play. Yeah,
0: he's talking himself in third person. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll take by (laughs) his nickname,
2: the Cheetah. Yeah, (laughs)
0: he's like the Cheetah. He's wearing those big glasses, big Pat Mahomes glasses too. He's like talking smack to Eli, wearing talking about himself in third person. It's like, oh well, he's ready to go. You are a
2: unique individual, Justin Jefferson. This week coming up, speaking of him, eighty-eight point five. Yeah, right. Who they playing? It's weird that that feels scary. Um, New Orleans. Oh, Ooh, Marshawn, under, Adamar. under, yeah. under. <laughs> take it, Marshawn, stud, take it, under, under.
1: I mean, this is it. I mean, look how easy this is to win some cash. And that's his first game back after the Mike Evans thing, too. He's going to be
0: salty. He's going to be mm-hmm. playing good. Mm-hmm. So get on there. Download the app, Picks. Make sure you use the promo code no, NERDS when you sign up. When you do, you get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You're supporting the show. Dollars. Dollars. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm Canadian. Uh, and dollars, eh? They're dollars, okay? They're dollars. Um, use that promo code NERDS. That's important. We're, we'll, we're going to do something for the listeners down the road for that as well. Check them out. Prize picks, use the basketball, use the baseball, use the MMA, use everything. <laughs> want to be a ahead. baller. <laughs> baller. I want to be a shot caller.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wish I was a little bit tall.
0: 20-inch rims was on my ball. Dodge Ram. <laughs> Son, I think those come stocked at 20-inch rims, I'm not sure. So, <laughs> prize picks, check them out. Check them out. You guys ready to talk injuries? Yes. Oh, yes, sir. Oh. Garrett, what do you what do think is going on there on the injury bug for the uh, – NFL season.
1: Uh, I think there's a lot of things going on. I think we should talk first and foremost about Dalvin Cook. (sighs) Dalvin Cook, dislocated shoulder. Now, this is something that he's dealt with multiple times. Multiple times in his career. Probably not a huge deal. Uh, He is going to be wearing a harness again, which he's he's worn in the past. And he might even play this week. So probably won't affect anything, but something to keep your eye on, especially if, you know, do they play early, late? I don't know. But I, I, I don't know either. Know, but but can, either way, double check. Keep Reports
0: are he's supposed to play. Just put on the harness. He he normally wears a harness and kind of took it off there. And sure sure really enough, pops the shoulder out there. So I mean, he was off to a good game. Uh, then he heard out that Madison came in here, who then also played very well. Played very well, Dalvin Cook on. Because we're gonna get once we get through these injuries, we gotta talk about the running backs as a yes, whole in the NFL. Do. I mean, what like it's like a trap door that you didn't see coming you're standing there having a good time all of a sudden it's like you're ready for this abundance of running backs you're like yeah next time next thing you know you're in a pit of snakes darkness your clothes are off you don't know why and there's (laughs) ky jelly everywhere and like what is going on around here i did not sign up for this uh and you realize there's a trap door (laughs) are they
2: over in london it's a 9 30 a.m
0: oh that's right they are in london yeah it is the first of the london games
1: this Ooh. week so that air
0: pressure on your shoulder
2: well
1: the good news is you'll know right away though
0: if he's playing or not sure so. that is true that is good news so uh but still the floor dropped out on dalvin cook at least no so but we'll talk about that i want to talk about the running backs as a whole it's it, it, it's a big topic that's been in my head all day today because I was <laughs> the games were yesterday. You said, well, usually have a whole day. Usually have a whole day. I have two days. To, like right. We have more time about the games. That's right? why I was
1: like, I was furiously like trying to get this done. Like your
2: fingers quickly. look tired. <laughs> I didn't
0: have time to go back and watch like the game NFL Game fury. Pass and watch all the games. I didn't yeah. have time. Like thank goodness the Browns didn't play yesterday, so I was able to actually sit on my couch and watch the right. Sunday. That's like a special holiday in itself. Like when the Browns either bye week or they're playing on a night game, it's like I gotta watch all of Sunday ticket, right? Because yeah. I don't mess around. There's so many people that watch their games and they'll watch like their team and they'll have Red Zone channel on. Not me. It's Browns all the way through, no exceptions. There'd be times when the we'll Browns you have were, a secondary TV oh with, six, with no, Red Zone or no? nope, no, oh no, no distraction. No, were, when the Browns were 0 and 16, I would, I would still have a My buddy's really like,
2: he's doing it wrong. He is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't. Well, I don't care. They get my full <laughs> under undevoted attention. That's it. So devoted, undivided, undivided, uh, undiv- devoted. Dude, It's me talking. My attention Fun is down. completely undevoted. <laughs> undevoted. Completely devoted attention is what they get. So <laughs> and they, they'll be down two touchdowns and they're 0 and 15. People are like, can we just turn the red zone channel?" I'm like, no. You shut your mouth. Did you, did you not see the Jets game the other day? Like anything could happen.
1: That was against us, though.
0: <laughs> I know. Even more so. So. Uh, Let's talk about another injury here. David Montgomery, knee and ankle injury. Considered day-to-day right now. Khalil Herbert comes in, looks very sharp. Uh, Oh,
2: wearing the Bears one. Wearing the the Bears colors today for my boy Khalil. Look
0: at that. Khalil
2: looks good. I know.
0: Yeah. I'm going to keep saying until for the rest of the year, but those are are my two favorite running backs last year. They're late-round picks to Khalil Herbert and Ramunder Stevenson. Uh, And they both came in this week and looked... (laughs) Damn good. Uh, I mean, yards way. after contact, Khalil looked fantastic, explosive. Was it
2: 157 yards rushing? Yeah. Two, two touchdowns? He crushed. Yeah, had like 130 crushed. after contact. And
1: he's too. he's up inside the top 10 of running backs now just from basically that game. Yep.
2: I mean, we mentioned this
0: earlier in the year when we talked about, like you. I think, was he on your bold prediction show? He was. Or I whatever? said he was
2: going to supplant uh, David, David, uh, Montgomery. David Montgomery.
0: This guy, Nostradamus. Saying i get my crystal balls on my pants and put him in your lap. Ugh. Saying there's a chance Oh wife's gonna be so mad. When was the last time you cleaned those things? <laughs> oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Manscaped hasn't come and uh, calling for advertising in a while. <laughs> no. So come back to me, baby. Baby, Matt, come back. Matt, watch my crystals. Um, no, Khalil looks great. And we when we mentioned that, we talked about Khalil Herbert in depth about that bull prediction show. It's like, listen, David Montgomery's not coming back. They're in a very weird place here. Mm-hmm. They're obviously not throwing the football. They have no they have no urge to throw the football in chicago whatsoever.
2: Uh I and that, and I spoke about that last week as well. Like I think they're just going to very slowly bring this guy along. They're mm-hmm. going to lean on the rushing attack and run and run and run and it's something that I feel like NFL teams used to do more in the past in say like the 80s and 90s. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of how they brought guys into the NFL, kind of got them acclimated run 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 even when we're losing we're still running we have to we have to like establish this Mm -hmm. and really make the make the passing game as easy as possible for these quarterbacks when they do throw and then just build upon the little things that they do well and maybe that's their plan it looks like it anyway i saw a crazy stat that there's like eight
0: quarterbacks that have that threw more passes than justin field has all year this past week it's insane yeah Scott Fishbowl. But, but they've been
1: winning. Scott yeah, Fishbowl. That's, that's the hard part is like. Justin it's Fields
0: it. minus two points. Eesh. Thank you so much for showing up. I appreciate your negative support. You have my, you have my <laughs> undevoted, undevoted attention. <laughs> support. Undevoted attention going forward. Thank you so much. Uh so yeah, I mean You've earned it. So the David Montgomery injury <laughs> is somewhat concerning because Khalil Herbert looks like he's just gobbling up Go- that value. Going
1: forward. it it, up until this point has not been a true split. Do we think after this performance, him being used more in the red zone, do we think it might become a true split backfield?
2: Um, That's what I thought all along. I mean, I thought eventually there's going to be some reason or another that they're going to see Khalil Herbert on the field and realize that he's just like, kind of a better fit or more, maybe a more explosive guy and and gets it done in a different way than David Montgomery. And then he just starts kind of supplanting him as the season goes on.
1: Yeah. They're, David Montgomery, even though he had the really bad week one, it was weird because of the rain and all that. Yeah. Week two, he actually played really well. He looked good. Yeah. He's one of the leaders in broken tackles. So right. it's not like he's been playing terrible. It's just every time Herbert's gotten the ball, it's it's
0: been exciting. Right. I think well, it boils down to what you said. It becomes more of a 50-50 slit split to carry the way for him to be the main guy there in 2023. You're so, so. dirty,
2: Garrett. I saw that smile. <laughs> I, know,
0: I know what I said. I'm testing him. <laughs> See how
2: clean he is over there. Be <laughs> a true son. It's, it's hard sometimes with this guy. Um, <laughs> you just never know what to expect.
0: So, with the expectation of, I think there's a path for Khalil Herbert to lead the Bears backfield next year, right? Yeah. Like, what's in Dynasty? What do you. <laughs> cream. <laughs> Come on, that, was, that was two weeks ago, buddy. Stop living in the past. <laughs> Creamy. <laughs> <laughs> I have many more things to say. It won't come out correctly. it's still going to
2: give me like every time I think about it. uh, Uh, It's it's, it's even off the show. Yeah. What We
0: had our nerds meet the other day and wasn't Josh was like, don't you mean this word? I'm like, everybody knows what I
3: meant. Everyone
0: knows. I have a very vast uh, grasp of the English language. Like what other language you speak? I'm like, (laughs) that's it. That's it. That's all I learned. Can you imagine me trying to learn a second language? (laughs) You would be so... Unintentionally like, offensive. Hey, K pasta. <laughs> like, oh wow, okay. <laughs> Italian and Spanish. Like, yeah. yep, all the above. um llama. My llama. my kids read those books. My, right. my llama. <laughs> uh, I'm not. Re- I'm reading my son. Teaching my kids Spanish. Look at the guys my llama book. <laughs> yeah. My name is bedtime stories. What? What a weird name! <laughs> so odd. Oh, all right, Khalil Herbert, though,
2: <laughs> not odd. Good player, <laughs> Khalil Sherbert Come on.
0: Um, what do you think? And what would you like for obviously for draft pick wise? Or okay, here's one for you. Mm-hmm. Over the edge, Zeke Elliott. Who do you want, Khalil Herbert or Zeke Elliott, going forward for your dynasty team? I already know this guy's answer. He hates. He hates senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> See what he does at crosswalks. It's very rude.
1: Ah, uh, that's really tough. If if it's a contender, I'm probably still taking Zeke. Okay. But any other situation, middle of the road, rebuild, I'm taking Herbert.
2: Surprisingly, even though I hate senior citizens, apparently, <laughs> according to Rich allegedly
0: it, it, everyone knows <coughs> it, Dude, his nickname used to be Rain reindeer for what he did my grandma's walking <laughs> home my grandma walking over my grant my
2: house I, I would still take zeke in most scenarios true uh, rebuild would you still no I, I just feel like there's probably more value in his name so i don't know but if i'm going by game khalil herbert's definitely what I'll, I'll use your word more exciting mm-hmm.
0: so i think uh-huh. there was value in the name until like Well, let me get an update on the game uh, while I'm talking. Uh, (laughs) The the problem is he hasn't had much value in like a couple years. Yeah,
1: you're right. But he was running back one last. The thing, though,
0: is he's produced every single year. He's produced,
1: but what's his value been? And that's, I think, the difference is, even though he actually has produced, maybe not on a points-per-game basis, but on a season-long basis, I think everybody's been down on Zeke for... Two years now. You were still so what able. You're getting for him wasn't much. You were still able to
2: get like a first round draft pick for him though at the end of last year, yeah, if you know, in the right scenario and yeah. in a playoff run and stuff like that. So. Zeke
0: had a 27 yard run, averaging 6.9 eight carries, 55 yards so far. So not go. too bad. Tell but me, there's a chance. But that's the thing. Zeke's had Zeke's value's been hurt, kind of like he's been like the Mike Evans of running backs, right? Like mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and he's been a running back one. Now with the chance of him not producing so much closer to being not the main guy there in Dallas. Like what's the value now? Right. Now you should be able to get Khalil Herbert plus for him. But I bet, I bet in the actual, like going like the real world when people say, Oh, you should trade this. I'm like, that's never going to happen. it would be a hard trade to make for Khalil Herbert. for Zeke CD
2: Lamb, for the record is now leading the team and receiving Woo. two catches for 40 yards. Look at that. He's got seven more yards than Noah Brown to, to Noah Brown's 33 yards on two Love catches.
0: It. I, I think Khalil That's Herbert two catches
2: for twenty yards, buddy. You read that way wrong. Uh, you're right. I did. <laughs> Still Never in second. Still in second.
1: But I think Herbert, and this is the case with a lot of backup. I'm going to put that in air quotes. Backup running backs that are producing are one of the most difficult assets to make trades for because the person that has them sees them producing, sees the potential in them, mm-hmm. but the person trying to acquire them is not going to pay for what they could be they're going to pay for them still being a backup so they're really hard assets to try to figure out what the value is because you're going to want to get a first for Khalil Herbert but no one's ever going to pay you a first you see what I'm saying
0: you'd want a first if you had Khalil Herbert would you you take
1: a second if you had him
0: I would take a high second a high 23 second yeah I don't know that I would super flex like if I if it was like somebody had again we're talking about a very specific situation like somebody had david montgomery or somebody who's like a big chicago bears fan right and they watch all the games and they right. believe in kill herbert and they have a bottom three team and they know it but they're okay with giving a second for khalil herbert like i would take that yeah i might be able to do that
1: after the season when i know for sure that it's, i'm getting like two what then i might be willing to to trade Kerber i think for two that.
0: one two three range i'm in there because i think this class is deep enough to really offer some good yeah. value there uh even at the running back position,
2: and 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 I'm with you, Rich. I, I would get rid of him for a second round draft pick too. And in most scenarios, almost almost all, I can't really think of one well, where but I. But what wouldn't. if he's the
0: starter next year?
2: Because David Montgomery's gone. You're right. He is.
0: Yeah, for me, it had to be a high second. It That's wouldn't be a tough second. part because I do expect him to have a chance to challenge for that job. Uh, Better offensive line year.
2: with all their picks next year. He like. is a true two to three year window guy, though. If Probably. You could, if you could flip him and turn him into a long-term wide receiver type of asset or something like that in the next year's draft, I'd be okay with that. You know what I mean? I I don't know that if you're in a rebuild for sure, like, you you know, what are you going to do with a guy two to three years, Sure. down the road that you know maybe your team's coming into form by then so i'd be okay doing that kind of thing i guess if you're you know in a in more of a competitive mode i would probably hold on to him and just yeah. hope for the best uh because who knows what you're going to get out of a long-term you know wide receiver he dart could end throw up the being the part. next austin eckler he you could, know the guy could, that absolutely. showed
1: up with melvin gordon there kind of outlasted him and became the guy
0: and, yeah. and the same and for the same point like you're selling austin eckler the same strategy like like I got a first for Austin Eckler that year. I, when I One of my shares I sold to a contender thinking, hey, this, he has potential to be the guy. Maybe he won't be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And obviously that person that got Austin Eckler sure. got a heck of a deal for a late first. So Khalil Herbert, to me, I think he's worth a high second-round pick right now on... One opportunity he has in Chicago right here. So it's like immediate return for your value. He's already producing, right? Mm-hmm. Like even with Montgomery in the field, he's still got enough carries. We're going to be a flex play. Mm-hmm. And with the opportunity to be the guy next year for the Chicago Bears, which again, then he's in his third year in the NFL. So he's, 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 he's uh, uh, not a day one pick. So he's only got one more year left on his contract. The odds of him getting a second contract are going to be pretty slim. So you're mostly talking about a two and a half year window on him that's him staying healthy and it's him being guaranteed the job so any running back like that that shows a little bit of glimpse mm-hmm. uh I'm offering a, a second because if he can help me now with a little opportunity in the future but anything out, out that yeah you're looking at like players like if I could flip Khalil Herbert for like Curtis Samuel like I would do that I would love I would love to to look at some wide receivers that offer some upside here for a guy like Khalil Herbert maybe mm-hmm. you know Sky Moore hasn't done much can I give Khalil mm-hmm. Herbert plus you know, for Sky Moore, I would do that deal. Can I get Curtis Samuel? Plus, I mean, Curtis Samuel. I mean, Sky Moore's value's down right now with what he's been doing, and I mean, literally not even playing. With the lack of, yeah, <laughs> playing at all. I mean, I and, it, and I'm a believer. I just traded this week. I traded Terry McLaurin, uh, one QB PPR. Mm-hmm. I traded Terry McLaurin for Derek Carr because I had no quarterback outside of Dak. Literally none. I had to pick Cooper Rush off the waiver wire for Derek Carr, Sky Moore in a 24 first. So, okay. you know, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out on, out's a bad word, the same. But we kind of talked about it uh, last week a little bit, Terry McLaurin. You're Hall. nervous about Terry. and I, 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 I just yeah, view him. a week th- this week,
1: but but I understand the nervousness. Yeah, I,
0: I just view him as a mid-range wide receiver, too, is what I view him as. And I can find those guys. Like, I'd rather take Sky Moore, who I think has the same high ceiling as a mid-wide, too, get a quarterback that can help me produce, and then get a good game on 24 class, which is, Right now, up to be another very solid class, like every class. Yeah, Washington so far.
1: Washington's receiving core is tough because it's three really good receivers right. that all deserve targets.
2: Yeah. They're all just gonna eat into each other's targets, basically. It's gonna make it tough. Yep. It's, it's be for
1: best ball tough for it, any other
0: It'll be
2: them. that way for hmm. two years. So like I, I, I just give me the cheapest value there, which is Kurt
0: Samuel. Mm-hmm. And if not, then if I'm gonna pay a premium, I'm gonna get a little bit younger, I'm gonna say Jahan Dotson, who looks just as good. Mm-hmm. so uh more injuries this week Michael Thomas Jarvis Landry both with foot injuries both considered not too serious should be okay uh it's why Alave actually had his best game so far went out. off on there the king of air yards himself Chris Alave we talked about that mm-hmm. what 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 I like about that from a dynasty aspect what it showed me is Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry are not long for the future in uh New Orleans right what it showed me is that Alave can step up and be the guy there in New Orleans so that's that's the biggest thing I took away with it. sounds like, oh well, yeah, uh, Landry's was out and Thomas is out. Well, for the future, that's, that's the what case. It like. This is a team that gave up a lot to get Alave. Uh, they trade up to get that get Alave, and Jarvis Landry's on a one contra- year contract. As soon as they get out from that Michael Thomas money, they're gone. Right? On that Michael Thomas money. So I was very encouraged for a, a, a team that didn't have Taysom Hill. Jameis Winston's banged up and Alave still was able to come through and produce at a high level as the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no shade to be taken away over else. So it's very encouraging. It's very encouraging what we're seeing in Dynasty right now. Out of these receivers there are top 15, top 16 picks, all coming in and producing immediately. Absolutely. I mean, it's been such a hard thing that we have not been able to see and we've been so spoiled over the last couple of years because before that, I mean, you get guys going like like Corey Coleman's and um. Oh, the Vikings receiver. There's so Laquan many of them. Treadwell. Yeah, the Bills. Jeff Ross. You know, like all these guys are going like top fifteen, giving us nothing in return, like nothing. Mm-hmm. And now we've been blessed of the last three to four years. That every single one of these guys has been producing. I think the last bust honestly was probably Corey Davis. Um. Yeah. Who was and had a fantastic Seventeen. So that's a while ago. A guy who give it of that high of draft capital hasn't produced. Right. So it's been very interesting, uh, to say the least.
2: Uh I mean, you could throw Kadarius Toney in there. I think he him oh, from last year.
0: Well him not being active is uh yeah, definitely kind of Burn yeah,
1: bridge. I mean, there's a, there's a couple guys in there that, but as far as like the top guys in the class from day one that we said like these are the top two top and guys we liked. The we class. didn't love, yeah,
0: yeah. we we thought a Tony pick was a bad pick not for for the first place, right. but for Alave who we gave you know we had a pretty high grade on him. We had a like seventh overall I think in dynasty rankings. I know um, I viewed him. I came out and said, hey, I think he's more of a wide receiver too. I feel like already week three, I'm admit, I'll admit I'm wrong on that one. I think I mm-hmm. missed. Uh, how I know you're a little bit lower. How do you feel after three weeks of his career in the NFL?
2: I think right now he's in the perfect situation for his skill set. Um, you know it, it's a guy that wants to force the ball down the field and and he's down there catching him. I, I don't know if long term that's gonna work out all that well. We'll see i haven't I haven't watched him physically to to see if he's, I guess changed it all from college, the the college mm-hmm. tape that I saw. Um, cause he wasn't the most physical guy. He wasn't, he sure. wasn't a yards after catch type of guy. He was a, he was a make a spectacular play down the field type of guy. And I just wasn't sure if that was going to translate into week in week out type of fantasy production. But with James Winston right now, just chucking the ball all over the place, doesn't give a crap. If he's throwing interceptions or not, it's mm-hmm. going to work out great for him. Yep. Uh, I just don't know if he's going to be yeah, with that kind great. of guy for his whole career. And if he is, that's great. He's going to definitely out, you know, out, strip my expectations anyway
0: and it's hard to like talk about these guys in depth uh on a podcast because it's and I, i'll tell you this for what it is it's, it's almost like a waste of breath because you can't buy the like nobody good luck trying to buy chris Olave. oh no like good no, trying no. to buy garrett wilson or drake like the, the price the, we've seen so much success of these young guys their price tag immediately goes through the roof mm-hmm. a, at this point so if you're buying them they're overpaying and what might be an overpay day might be an underpay tomorrow but like matt said it's still we're a fifth away through the regular season already. Mm-hmm. Calmly, calmly,
2: calmly. Mac Jones the brakes.
0: Yep. Ankle injury, a uh, high ankle sprain, bad one too. Potential surgery. Supposed to miss multiple games. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, as a Browns fan, I'm pretty stoked about that. Don't want anybody hurt, but he's gonna miss our game. So Brian Hoyer's lost 11 straight. So sorry, bro. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> as you know, him and Devonte Parker came out this week had a really good rapport. Right. Parker had that one catch on the sideline. It was an absolute beautiful. He got his feet in. I have no idea how he got his feet in. He looked absolutely fantastic. So it sucks to see that you know we're looking for this New England re- receiver to step up and have themselves establish themselves as the number one guy. And it looks like him and Mac Jones had a really good connection there. The, uh, early throughout the game, and then he gets hurt. He's going to miss probably three to, I think it's like four to six weeks for that kind of injury. If he has surgery, probably the back end of the six weeks. So that's, it, it, that's a multiple, that's a month and a half injury.
1: And, and with how good that division looks with Miami and Buffalo, uh, I mean, that's, where where are they going to be when he gets back? Right? Exactly. At that point, it's it's almost a lost season. If, if you're losing him in the
0: same spot when he was there. Yeah. At the bottom. <laughs>
1: It's gonna yeah. be tough. It's it's tough because it, those teams are so good right now. They're so good. They they didn't have much of a chance with him. Without him, it, it's weird to say like going into week four like your season's
2: over, but their season might. I be saw that today. They're, Brian Horns lost eleven straight. They're good, real football teams too. They're not just sure. fun for us fantasy people that are, are loving all the point scorers, you know, scoring and everything. They're actually real good teams. So yeah, it's it's a it's a tough division to be in right now for for Bill.
0: So, Superflex Leagues, if Brian Hoyer's on your waiver yeah. wire, obviously he's he's a pickup because he's going to start here for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe, no, who knows? Maybe we'll get that jo- Jacoby Brissett. All of a sudden, uh, look where he's competent and pretty sweet. <laughs>
1: Looking pretty, pretty good. Sweet. Pretty
0: good. About time something goes good for the Browns. And then, as I said, as Miles Garrett gets in a car accident and flips his car today. Thoughts man. and prayers on that one, man. Yeah, yeah. Please, okay. We're seatbelt. about no, no report on injuries yet, as long as there's they, no broken they said, bones. They
2: said minor injuries. Both both passengers, minor injuries. They were wearing their their safety belts and and no alcohol or drugs. So good for
0: them. Yep. Uh, AJ Green knee injury. If you're starting AJ
2: Green, your team's in bad <laughs> shape. Did we just jump back in time? <laughs> I, I mean, no. I with, with their with their wide
1: receiver core right now, it's it's getting depleted
0: fast. We're it's, halfway through. I mean, DeAndre
2: Hopkins coming back. I think it's notable that in that in his absence we're going to see more Greg Dortch, right? Until Rodney comes back. Yeah. But
0: then AJ Green's out obviously even more Greg Dortch, who's on fire right now. Yeah. He had 15 points this week. Uh He's been great. He's been doing double digit points every single week. So yeah, I mean, I he, mean he's he's one of those guys that we talk
1: about at like the end of our wide receiver breakdowns yep. as, as prospects we did it like 3 years ago, 4 years ago. Uh and and there were some positives about him, but it was nothing like Oh yeah, he'll he'll end up being a starter in the league and stuff, but he's made the most of his opportunities and you'd love to see that out of those late round guys. Absolutely.
0: And, and it's, you know, he's been focusing on like pretty much the two receivers. We saw Marquise Brown mm-hmm. 17 targets, 14 receptions. Dorch started the game off a little slow, had the two catches early on, but they came out real strong at the end, mm-hmm. obviously when they were trailing. But you gotta remember. They were trailing, trying to come back here, throwing the ball an absolute ton. Uh, no Rondale uh, Moore, who will eat in some of his targets. And then on top of that, when DeAndre Hopkins back in three more weeks, Dorch is probably torched. That's good. I should be Dr. Seuss's sidekick.
2: Yeah, you nailed that one.
0: Uh, Tua Tugavella, speak of that guy, back injury as well, possible concussion, not clear if he could play on Thursday
2: night or not. That was that one was weird. Obviously, the the news coming out from the Dolphins are right. are it's it's very. It, it was his back. We had him checked for a concussion several times. Like it was a back spasm that basically went out. So who knows? Thursday. That's a quick turnaround. It's a very quick turnaround. I'm not sure if he's even gonna be there. If. If that is a true back injury and just not not a concussion uh, that they're trying to flub it, its way through, i was gonna say there's a lot of
1: people that are are wondering, yeah. uh, especially when he stumbled like he did. That was that was the odd part. I guess I guess your back going out could
0: cause you to do that, but I don't. So know. I never had pack spasms. I've had some asms, but not
2: spasms. <laughs> I've had some back issues and I just couldn't move at all. Like there's sure. no way I could move in the way that he was moving. <laughs> like right. all like kind of, you know, flopping. Yeah. Like yeah. when my back Concussion-esque, was. Concussion-esque. Like looked, your head got rocked. It, it
1: looked that way. I mean,
2: he looked yeah, punch, but looks to me deceiving. He looked, punched, can. He looked punch drunk. Who knows um, what, what Ho- Hopefully
1: for a, for a franchise that has had some issues with things being above bar lately. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's all good and there's no issues there.
0: We'll see. Keep your eyes out. DeAndre Swift, on the other hand, not good news. Shoulder mm-hmm. injury. Uh, they said today that he's going to sit for two weeks Till then the bye comes and come after the bye. So he's going to be gone for the next three weeks. Puts Jamal Williams in the driver's seat, which right now the the Lions offense is looking good. Like it's it's cooking. I'm on Ross St. Brown looking fantastic. Josh yep. Reynolds contributing where he can. Yep. Jamison Williams is not there yet. Even, had yeah, even a char- touchdown. Even Chark is doing okay. Right. Yep. Jamal Williams has looked really good in his opportunities. Had a touchdown this week.
2: Air hook the hell out of the- Yeah, look
0: for him to be a little <laughs> bit more involved. Did you hear him describing it though? No. He broke it down for like me to
1: he he was like embarrassed that it like caused the team fifteen yards because he's like the emotional, spiritual like leader of the team uh, and he was really embarrassed. He's like, but it, it's more of like a uh, like a hip wave more
0: than it is like and he's like trying to describe <laughs> it. That is the best. I heard him say he's like, It's more like a hip wave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. And I and I was watching it too. I'm like I mean, right. he's not wrong. I mean, it's inviting <laughs> I guess to say the least. But they I mean, he's waving. been doing like
1: the same celebration for years, so it's funny that it got flagged now. Like he's not a rookie, I
0: right? Know, come on, I mean, nobody, no air molecules were hurt, or they weren't offended. <laughs> so, uh, and then finally, Jalen Guyton, he tore his ACL. He's out for the uh, well,
1: real quick on the, on the DeAndre Swift. Uh, Craig Reynolds could become interesting. True. Um With with this news, we know that uh, Jamal Williams already had a surprisingly large chunk of the pie. I think kind of people were thinking it would be more DeAndre Swift. And it's once again, been pretty fairly split overall and even in favor on the rushing side of things for Jamal Williams. Yeah.
0: Short yardage, all goal line carries all go to
1: Jamal Williams. Exactly. So I don't know that he's going to get a huge boost. I think he'll get a little bit of a boost. You know, we might see another three to five touches, but I think Craig Reynolds will be the one that'll kind of come in and supplant some of those things that we would have seen from DeAndre Swift.
0: And showed he was viable last year, given an opportunity. So, if one, yep. I mean, anything happens to Jamal Williams whatsoever, Craig Reynolds goes right behind the starting job, and he was a flex play startable last yep. year in that opportunity. With how bad running back he is right now, just worth the waiver wire add. Yeah, I mean, literally any running back that's number two in line, like you want to add them because you're, you are looking for help. So, yep. uh, speaking of running back help, I mean, let's talk about some of these running backs, shall we? It's been a year of disappointment from top to bottom so far very early uh it's only three weeks maybe this is a new nfl these early games are going to be real bad because of the preseason games nobody's really playing them but i mean let's go through the list shall we we shall uh jonathan taylor 15.6 ppr points per game only 9.7 points per game over the past two weeks uh you know six, six 15.6 isn't bad Unless you're the number one overall running back right.
2: in the game. We he had twenty two points per game last year. Right. So we, that's we, a pretty precipitous drop. I feel like every year we go over the same exercise in, in the fact that we we try to prop up the same guy and it's always a rotation. You know what I mean? Sure. There's always a new guy that that kind of climbs that mountain and becomes the running back one overall. Right? Well, the I mean,
1: problem is no one's rotated up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone <laughs> just kept rotating down. And there's no been nobody really to like stand up and be great it is early it is but usually you see in the first two or three weeks you're like this guy's averaging 30 points per game is that sustainable like we're we're usually having the other question about two or three guys at least so far it's nobody
2: yeah um, I mean Chubb is the guy obviously at three touchdown uh, three touchdown game really in week two. That, yeah. yeah um currently so, running back one. So overall. he's the he's the running back one overall right now. And he's doing it without catching many passes. So that's who knows if that's sustainable, doubt it. You know, I mean mm-hmm. that's touchdown dependency at its best right there. Clyde Edwards Alaire right now, sitting there at R B three in PPR. Um mm-hmm. based off purely the opposite. Based I don't off, like that you skip number two, but that's fine. <laughs> I was gonna come back to James Robinson. To just skip James. from one to three. I, I was gonna. It. I, it's called saving the best for last. Ah, okay. All right, and James Robinson <laughs> sitting there at number two, who nobody saw being here right now, and he's the kind of out of the blue type of guy that um, mm-hmm. I was maybe referring to as a guy that kind of comes out of nowhere. So sure. complete shocker, James Robinson. Yeah. Like he's just being all I mean, the I'm odds I'm here. A little very happy ha- than most people.
0: Very happy. Ha- I mean, <laughs> again, for what I me, mean, it was had nothing to do ever with the player. It was just the situation. I mean, the Achilles injury. Like, right. And absolutely. he's a complete outlier, like yes. complete outlier. So, I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned Kyle Edwards, lawyer. He's kind of stepped up, gave up. James Robinson's come back in and picked up where he left off. So that's mm-hmm. a kind of a – still a shine. Surprising, though. I mean, I'm with Matt. I mean, still a name, but from a fantasy football Outlook, who's always been that low-end running back one, kind of fighting this to be a running back one, Nick Chubb, a very pleasant surprise getting done. For sure. To me, You know, and I'm not saying this is a Browns homer, easy looks like the best running back in the NFL, mm-hmm. like by a large margin. So right now we have this huge like chasm of just what running back, right? Like what do we do? And there's no better answer that's right around the corner of this 23 class. It's super deep at running back. So we're probably looking at a colossal shake up here. Uh, at the position, I mean, let's let's run through some of the other guys. We'll, we'll, we'll hit, I want to have all the names real quick, and then we'll go through them yeah, individually. Yeah, and we got Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, averaging 15.3 points per game. Uh, I think. We'll, we'll go through the names, and we'll go back to them.
2: Okay. I we were going through the yeah. names. Austin Eckler,
0: 14.3 <laughs> points per game. Derrick Henry, 14 points per game. Javante Williams, 13.8 points per game. 13.8 jo-
2: points per touch? Is that what that one? Is? <laughs> Sorry, this go is ahead. That's what it seems like.
0: <laughs> Joe Mixon, 13.2 points per game. Najee Harris, 12.5 points per game. Dalvin Cook, 11.7 points per game. Alvin Kamara, oh. 7.5 oh. points per game. Uh, going back, so let's start at the top. Jonathan Taylor- any concern about Jonathan Taylor whatsoever? Because I'll start with me, zero concern.
2: No. No, I'm good. Okay.
0: Christian McCaffrey, any um, concern? My my only concern
1: is the little note that I put in here. It's the targets because that's what made Christian McCaffrey great right. was just every game you could count on seven, eight, nine targets in a game. He's had five or fewer in every single game so far it's it's odd it's it's odd for what we've seen out of him because even though it's been tons of different quarterbacks they've all checked it down to him a lot and just so far he's just not getting those touches so when we were seeing these 25 30 35 point games now so far it's three games but so far we're seeing like 18 14 like we're not seeing these
2: monster games nothing superhuman right everything is just normal
0: What's really encouraging, though, is he's like fourth or fifth in the NFL in rushing yards. He, he's he's gotten a lot of rushing. Yeah, so yes. there's a big window. Like, he he falls in that category. Definitely this time of the year, you get some of those owners that panic, right? Like, I already went through our original league today. I was looking at a team that was like, all right, who's 0-3, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And we have an 0-3 team that has some old players on there. I was like, oh, who can I who can I scalp off of this guy? <laughs> and I was like, this guy's not showing me anything. Um, <laughs> but like if a team has Christian McCaffrey and somehow they're and there's a lot of teams that sure that might have looked really good on paper that aren't producing. Absolutely. And sometimes at 0 and 3, they start to panic and say, Okay, give me that draft capital. If Christian McCaffrey can be bought off of just what he's done on the ground, I'm still encouraged. I know for a fact he can get do done in the receiving game. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna have to pivot somewhere in Carolina. They're gonna have to switch something up here. Uh I think there's still a lot of room for Christian McCaffrey finishes a top three fantasy running back on the season. Uh, there's room for all of these guys. I mean, because it's very there, there's some of these guys in this list I do not see room
1: for. Okay, I shouldn't say all of these guys, but I think a lot of these guys. There's a there's a chance that they could still get up there, but especially Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Ooh. Christian McCaffrey, and go. Jonathan Taylor. I think those those two guys. The rest of the list. I think we'll have a hard time. But I I saw it from the early part of the season or like before the season. I still think that there's enough there that they could absolutely still be one of those guys.
0: So Austin Eckler, 14.3 points per game, like we mentioned, only two and a half yards per rush and zero touchdowns on the last year. This is a guy who's averaged almost 22 points per game last year.
2: And, and the touchdowns, having zero touchdowns through three games is really the thing that's sticking out to me um, with, with Eckler anyway. Just lost
0: Rashawn Slater. They're all pro left tackle. Uh, Joey is a little banged up well, as well. And, and this was why he was one of my biggest sells in the offseason was because he had
1: 12 rushing touchdowns, just rushing, right. not even receiving. He had 12 rushing touchdowns last year somebody like him specifically, but any player is probably due for regression, but especially a guy that's known for his receiving chops, not for his rushing chops. They drafted guys. They're bringing in even freaking Sony Michelle. Like they want some bigger backs. He's averaging two and a half yards per carry. He only got four attempts this past week. Like, it's
2: weird usage. I mean, and it was eight receiving touchdowns as well last year. So 20, 20 total, 20 touchdowns. total touchdowns is what really boosted him up last year. Although he did have 911 uh, rushing yards. So he, he was used more traditionally last year, like kind of between the tackles and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, or as at least as a, a pure running back. Uh, so it's been odd usage for for Eckler early on in the season. We'll see if it continues. I'm
1: selling as fast as I can.
2: That team is a bit of a mess right now, especially with with uh, the Herbert hurt, Slater probably missing the year. Yeah, and and what's his name's been out? Uh, Keenan. Keenan Allen's Allen, been so. out. Yep.
0: yep. I took your advice. I sold Austin. I sold Austin Eckler last year. Did you got Michael Pittman? yeah or somebody
2: that's the that's the oh only, and
0: a second that's and the second. only uh that's the only austin eckler i have i i bought him mid-season last year from him <laughs> from him <laughs> yeah. i was like i need a little bit more than buddy. buddies like i'll give you a 24 seconds the best i could do wow i was like all right a
2: burn notice right there feel really good about that trade This guy over here so early it's still early it's still early it's still but early. i
0: am the, that's my that's my one
1: share and i wish i'd so from but that, I'm a contender though, so it's tough to sell him.
0: so yep. in dynasty, if you have Eckler, you're gonna be a contender. Like you, if you own Eckler, you're most likely a contender. Correct. If you're offloading Garrett right now, Austin Eckler, like try to be safe. Is there any running back out there that you would feel comfortable with still being a contender that you can backtrack on Eckler for? Because Eckler, I think, still holds the name value. He does still hold it's name still, value. I think we're still early enough in the season; people aren't panicking. I think a lot of people are probably looking to capitalize on this and try to find these buy windows right because at the same time there are buy windows now Like these are players you're trying to buy the one i think you probably couldn't get but the first name that comes to mind that i would try
1: for would be Brees hall Brees hall hasn't done a ton yet on the year most dynasty owners are pretty savvy they probably won't give you Brees hall but that would be the first name that i would go after after that uh another name actually on the list currently that i think you might be able to get similar age range but i just have less concerns on the year, I would probably go after Joe Mixon. I would rather have Joe Mixon over Austin Eckler personally. Mm-hmm. Um those are the first two that really come to mind. Um because right now you're you're not getting Swift. You won't get Chubb. You're like most of these guys are younger, so you're not gonna be able to get a younger running back unless you're really scaling back your your projected value of that
0: play. Yeah, I definitely don't think you can get Brees Hall um that's probably not going to happen any name pop to your your mind matt
2: uh no i just i wanted to ask you uh, dig in on that joe mixon a little bit more i mean another team that's struggling Mm -hmm. and 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 like you said pretty similar to aged guy you 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 would Uh, rather
1: you get two years with with uh joe mixon which is kind of what would put me over the top okay
2: yeah i mean I, i guess i get that one that one to me i like that move Feels okay, but at the same time a little bit dirty. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it, it doesn't feel exciting because yeah. he's not producing. Right. What yeah, about Antonio so. Gibson plus? How much plus? Because I would need
2: a, I would need a decent, decent plus. I would need a decent plus, too, for, uh, for Antonio Gibson trade. Just because knowing, knowing that Brian Robinson's coming back, I mean, they haven't, <laughs> besides that one game, the used, first game, used him the way I would hope that he was used, especially in the passing game and stuff like that. So it's... We need to be a pretty solid. Place. It would have to be a pretty good, a plus. very
0: solid plus. Okay. Yeah. So Antonio Gibson's still in that range there, I was curious. I'm trying to think of some of these guys out there. Cause a lot the, the problem is the market's so bad. Like there's not many other run. That's a problem. The whole market's bad. It's not just Austin. The,
1: the, the only other player that even sort of comes to mind would be, uh, if you wanted to test the waters on, on Kenneth Walker, I'm, I've never been the biggest Kenneth Walker guy. I know you were a bigger fan, so I'll I'll defer to you if you would want to do that trade. But at this point, with him not getting a ton of usage, I would need a pretty
0: solid plus on top of Kenneth Walker, and I don't know that you would get it. I am so confused what's going on in Seattle, where they had a guy they bring back, and they paid him because he he dominated the year at the end of the year last year on Rashad Penny. They take the second running back off the board this year and Kenneth Walker high in the second round. Uh, I understand he wasn't healthy early, and then all of a sudden, you know, week two, Travis Homer's in for all third downs, looks pretty good. Week three, DJ Dallas is in for all third downs and Travis Homer's out. Like you have these two running backs are supposed to be your studs and you're not even using them mm-hmm. and your team sucks right now. Like, sorry, Geno Smith sucks. Like yeah. I, fun I think tell you week, that. it was
1: a fun story. Yeah. 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 Right. But that,
0: that and that's a you know, week one, you're placing Russell right. Wilson. There's a lot going on. You're sure. at home. So like, I get that, right? Like that does make sense. But, like, and I still love Kenneth Walker, but, I mean, this offensive line's not that great. Right. Uh, they still have Penny. Like, I feel like the Walker value could dip more. But if I can get Kenneth Walker plus yeah. for Austin Eckler, like, there's somebody so worried about that. If I can get Kenneth Walker and, and a first, Samuel. and a Ker Samuel for Austin Eckler, I would do that, yeah. Would you? That falls in the line. Of, like, honestly, if I can get, like, Kenneth Walker and Calvin Ridley. I'd do it like curse. Samuel falls in that category. Calvin Ridley fall in that category. I'd love to get some kind of the, like a receiver with upside there. Sky more, um, sky more. Oh, if I can get Kenneth Walker and sky more, that's two first essentially for Austin. Yeah. Eckler. That's why I'm looking at it. Cause I mean, Curtis Samuel is worth like, he's pushing his value every week closer to that worth a first. Cause I trust me. I've tried to get him. I offered somebody a guaranteed two, one mm-hmm. for him. And their answer back was just no, uh, So, yeah, I'd do Curtis Samuel, uh, Calvary. I'd love to get Kenneth Walker and uh, a receiver. Even as a contender, though, again, we said you're most likely a contender. That's a real hard maneuver to make, you know? Yeah. Um, What about swinging for a guy like, like, what if you can get Cordero Patterson plus a first for Austin Eckler? I would do that. I would do that all day because I think
1: you'll get enough production this year in your contending year. Plus, you'll get a, a valuable
2: draft pick, so I would do it. Okay. I'm, I'm with you there as well on that one. I mean, Cordell Patterson, that's basically their their whole rushing attack over <clears throat> yep. there.
0: Okay, so Derek Henry, somebody who we we talked about going into the years at like 1,473 rushes. We know the 1,500 rushes is that like plummet stage. Hasn't been as dominant on the ground here. Coming off that foot injury, we were real worried about him. Now, his passing game has kind of stepped up pretty big time, though. This week specifically. Yeah, I was going to say,
2: looked better this week and and caught five passes. Five passes, I think. Yeah, I think he was
1: five for six, I believe. Uh, But he had zero and one targets in the first two
0: games. So we'll see if this week was the new norm or if the first two weeks are the norm. Could we lump these guys? Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook. Uh, not Joe, I don't want to lump Joe mixing that mix, but Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, these 27-year-old, 28-year-old running backs, can we lump them in a hole? Are you guys at a point with all four of those names? Are you doing everything in your power to offload
2: them now? I don't know if right now is the time. I might wait for them to actually show a little something. I mean, Derrick Henry did show something this week, so maybe 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 this, it, be a good week, maybe yeah. this wouldn't be a bad time for Soon him. Soon is probably a better term. Like, are you, like, sure. now, and, and by now, I mean, like, this,
0: yeah. yeah, before your trade deadline, are these, are you actively, would you recommend to our audience, which is what I would recommend, I want to see how you guys feel like, no matter what state your team is in, to offload all four of these players and just kind of start, Laying that groundwork now to find that best deal up into the deadline. Obviously, more injuries will occur to running backs. You Mm -hmm. hope it's not one of these guys You and your value completely drops out. But into that point, are you trying to actively, as a dynasty owner, move these guys off your roster? Because I know I
2: am. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. This is the time for me to, to move these. 27, 28, the cliff is coming. If you can get something of value... It's a weird, a real weird market this year where that's what the whole conversation is based off of. So if you, if you can get something, if you can find a window where they have two or three good games and somebody else gets injured and it's like the perfect storm where you're getting above the moon type of uh, offers from people, then 100% upload. No, I'm not not saying above the moon offers. I'm saying 100% unload them at that point. But even if it's one of those things where you're where you're you're just getting whatever you can and it's a first like a single first or something. I like want to say what what
1: is that line for you yeah. guys of uh, the minimum you would take a first a straight up first. Yeah, for,
0: I, think, I would take a straight up first for Derrick Henry. I would take a straight up first for Alvin Kamara. Cook's a tough one for me. I, Eckler, I'd want a little bit more than a first. Uh Dalvin Cook, I'd want a little bit more than a first. Cook, Cook's like, the toughest
1: one of this group because. I still believe in that offense enough. Yeah. I still believe in the player enough. He's the hardest one for me, but he might also be the one you get the most
0: for. He might be. I think he, he would be the one you should get the most <laughs> penning, for. And then him and the shoulder. the shoulders. I think yeah. the shoulders okay. Penning you know? shoulder. I think he bounced back this week with a good matchup and uh rebound there. I mean, I'm looking at deals. Like I said, that kind of almost the deal where I just moved Terry McLaurin for it, right? Yeah. It's like, I got Sky Moore plus to first. Like I'm trying to find a young player back that, isn't all of a sudden that 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 the the cherry you know the the explosion the hype for has kind of died down a little bit Sky Moore falls in that category, which again, there's risks to take there, but you offset that risk with the first. And the tough part is in the off season,
1: you are more than likely not getting a first anymore because everybody's gonna start to learn these names. Everybody's gonna learn about Bijan John Robinson and Sean Tucker it's and Mary Gibbs. And it, yes. They're gonna learn about all of these players and they're gonna say, Why would I want a twenty eight year old running back? when I have a
0: 21-year-old running back. And that's and that's a huge concern about these age running backs is we have a very strong class coming at running back. Probably the strongest class we've seen at running back since the Christian McCaffrey draft uh, coming in here. So Either that or, I mean, it depends on which one you think is stronger,
1: that one or the Taylor Dobbins-Swift, that class in, in, in 2020.
0: I'm not ready to hype that class to that point yet just because... Not all of them have produced yet. Yeah, you know? but
1: but that was a good class, though. A very
0: good class. But I'm right. talking about a class actually, like, you're right. None of these guys have produced yet either, but that at least of a hype class. Sure. Um, Because sure. you're right. Because that class was pretty hyped, where the first pretty much couple picks were all running backs there. Right. So, worry there. Let's go to your guys, Javante Williams. I mean, this is somebody like. This is a different one than all of the others. It is. But for me, like I like this is this is exactly what I told you guys what I thought would happen yeah. for this year. Like yeah. literally to a T. I'm not I'm not trying to pat myself on the back yeah. at all. And I don't think I still like Javante long term, but I think for this season it was kind of like I compared to like the Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb kind of situation. Yeah. Now Nick Chubb has kind of run away with it a little bit, like literally, and he's really kind of shown his dominance there, not to right. take him on the field there. Kareem Hunt's still going in on third down. But Javante Williams and Joe Mixon have still been or uh, Melvin Gordon Melvin has still Gordon. been uh a, a, pretty 55th player so to me 13.8 points per game is kind of exactly where i saw him coming this year and i know you guys thought it'd be a little bit different but for me this is exactly what i envisioned i'm gonna give him say that five times in a row <laughs> i i the i'm frustrated
1: as a as ditto. a ditto as a javante williams truther yeah. as someone that is physically watching him play and this is no slight against melvin gordon because i will give credit where credit's due i think for the most part with him running the football he's looked pretty solid you know so this is no slight against melvin gordon however you have a 22 year old running back that you took in the second round last year i know hackett didn't but your team took in the second round he's breaking tackles at an ungodly rate and melvin gordon is like he fumbled twice last night twice and he's still getting the goal line work like it's that kind of stuff that's that's frustrating to me, and I get it. You want to keep all these guys fresh, but we're, we're even we're even getting Javante spelled for Mike Boone. I mean that on the third down. On it was, third down, little shocker. Come he, on, he had he went from uh, and these are rough numbers, but fifty five percent snap share to a sixty eight percent snap share in week two. You are thinking, okay, going in the right direction. He's had two good games, nineteen some points the first game, and you know, like things are looking good down to a 45% snap share on a game where they really needed to run against this good 49ers front. It made no sense to me, but to your credit, regardless if it's smart or not, this is what they are doing right now. And for now he has to be considered a low end RB one to a high end RB two, as opposed to the guy that we think he could be.
2: I have nothing else to add I, when I watch it, I am also angry. It's ridiculous because the guy pops every time he touches the ball. And Melvin Gordon, like you said, he's not doing anything wrong, but he's not doing anything special either. Right. He's, he's getting what's blocked there in front of him while, while Gervonta is getting what's blocked there in front of him and making people miss in the open field. I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. There must be some sort of reason behind the scenes that he's not getting more carries. He must need to get a naked photo of some, somebody's <laughs> something to bribe or get the – Blackmail, that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. His way onto the field more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's something. It's ridiculous, man. It is. So, like
0: most of these shows, uh, we're running a little over here. We have some show topics we're going to have to carry over to the Nerd Herd show. Uh, before we go into that, we got to do our Sleeper Buy or Sell the Week. This uh, sp- segment is sponsored by Sleeper, the mm. number one hosting platform out there today. Uh, if you're not playing on Sleeper, you got to check them out. It's free to play dynasty redraft they have all kinds of other games going on there sleeper right now sleeper buy or sell the week does anybody want to go or do you want me to go go ahead we can either do it you know okay. with this one or the next show. i'm gonna go so, right uh, now my sleeper buy of the week is going to be kind of somebody who matt talked about earlier this summer uh and right now it's really coming to fruition matt's right once again definitely the most savvy host on this show uh sorry garrett sorry rich and uh it's gonna be tyler conklin Tight end for the jets right now. The jets offense looks pretty solid. Joe, Joe Flacco's bad their man in the ship. And I know some people would be like, well, what happens when Zach Wilson comes back? Well, if he's competent, this offense should thrive. And right now, Tyler Conklin, I'm buying because of the price tag real cheap. I'm buying him as a backup tight end. He's coming in. He's running right now. When you look at stats amongst tight ends by themselves, like he's at the top of the list. When it comes to routes run, Tyler Conklin's at the very top. He's at the very top of the list. Um, Plays run on offense 200 he's at the top of the list he ran he's run 141 routes top of the list he's seen at least five targets per game so in the tight end premium game he's really kind of looking at himself as like a flex play right like or as a solid backup and when we talk about these tight ends that are uh, a, a smorgasbord of average I think Tyler Conklin's value is there for pennies on the dollar right so Mm -hmm. when i say buy tyler conklin it's not like this savvy move you're making but i mean if you're looking for depth at a tight end which i think everybody's looking for i if when zach wilson comes back if this offense could take another step forward and keep evolving there's targets there every single game so for me i think he's a nice little savvy little buy to put on your roster as somebody you might not potentially start but to have in your back pocket do you have any concerns about cj uzoma when he comes back from injury or no CJ's home is just somebody who's never really kind of like... Wowed me. You know what I mean? And this wasn't my... I have a different buy or sell. I mean, I was talking about Terry McLaurin as my original sell. Mm-hmm. It was one of those stat lines when I was looking at, digging into I just couldn't get by that. I didn't want to mention in my show. So I was like, oh, is my sleeper buy the there week, Tyler
2: Conklin. Tyler Conklin, he's a try-hard type of guy, but he is getting the targets, like you said. And, and I think there's something... That the every team kind of likes about him that he's been on, and, and he he fights for the extra yards. He does all the extra little things, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know that's going to earn you playing time in in this league on certain teams, especially
1: with a guy like Robert Sala. And
2: Absolutely. Um So I think I think he brings the the time the type of tough mentality that that they like there on the team. So I mean, right now he's sitting at tight end three. In, it's wild. Um, it's wild.
0: Oh, is he tight end yeah, three? Yeah. In, in PPR, yeah. I had no idea. So I knew I, I did even. I'm looking at all these stats. I didn't even look at his standing where yeah. he wasn't. He's lumped fans. in
2: with a lot of people. He's very close to a lot of different people, and then it's you know Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. So that are. Shocker. that are that are leaps and leaps and bounds above everyone um but it, he's right there i mean zach hurts is right below him Dylan i literally Waller had no idea right him <laughs> yeah so, oh, no,
0: so i mean everything that like sit here points at like everything you i was looking at the numbers that i wanted to see right uh-huh. snaps on offense routes run targets per game like right. oh my gosh tyler conklin's
2: like just leading the pack here and we'll see what happens when Zach Wilson comes back too. So that's another factor in this right sure. now. Obviously, uh, Flacco's played pretty well. Flacco's been a good facilitator, and yeah. that, I mean, it's not like he's played out out of the out of the world or anything, but he's been doing good things. He's been for getting
1: the, Garrett Wilson points, and that's what matters. And that's it what I mean. Matter. Like, he it looks so good. for
2: fantasy he football. Fantastic. He's 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 making these guys relevant. So um, hopefully, he sticks around for a little bit longer because Zach Wilson. I don't know that we can say that same thing about him. Uh, be back next week. Yeah, we'll see. So Tyler I, I like Zach
0: Wilson in class said, the quarterback does not look good so far. Like besides Trevor Lawrence, like he has a chance to hopefully validate my number two ranking by him ahead of Justin Fields where nobody else did. And I hope that really comes well, through. Justin Fields hasn't been spectacular either. I know that's what I'm saying. Hopefully come through and make me look good. Yeah. yeah. A lot of there things make go. me look bad. Like a mirror. <laughs> I was like, Amir, Amir, no, That's Amari. No. <laughs> no. Amir Kavut, Cooper. Um, so what do you think about, so before we get into the show, we got to talk about Friendship Prediction Strike as well. Yeah. Um, let's get that out there and then yeah, maybe let's about yeah. nerd Cause, show. Because Prediction Strike, they're they're great.
1: I I love what they're doing. I love the platform. You can go on the app. You can, you can buy, you can sell uh, players and it's, and it's not solely just based on, you know, like stock market, like how many people are buying this? How many people are selling this? It, It also factors in their expected point totals for, for like, fantasy points basically which is stuff that you're looking at all the time too so even if you're like ah nobody knows about this player they're not gonna be buying or selling this guy it's like a unknown well it's still their price can still go up or down based on their performances so get on there if there's some of these players that have have been underperforming so far they're like this is not gonna last much longer they are due for some positive regression. All the running backs we were just talking about. Basically, all of them are <laughs> down right now. Buy them all. Uh, go on there. Look, we, we did that with Michael Pittman Jr. before the season. That's paid off handsomely so far. Yeah. Uh, go in there. Look at these players. See who you like. And you know what? If you use our promo code DYNASTY, you get a free share of a player. So just a little, little extra sprinkled on top mm-hmm. to get you to go over to predictionstrike.com or download their app on the App Store.
0: All right, that's it. We got a couple. Uh, how about we end with uh, quick hits? No explanations. It's in a show sheet. We probably won't get to the next show anyways. Okay. Let's do some quick hits. I'm going to ask you guys uh, a question, and we'll all three give our answers, and then that's how we'll end the show. Okay. We'll a promo call out for the Nerd Herd so everybody can join and be a part of the Nerd Herd. Okay. And then that's it. Are you ready? Let's do it. Dynasty, PPR leagues. Devontae Smith or Cart- Cortland Sutton?
2: Smith. 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 Offense is better. Go ahead. Drake London
0: or Garrett Wilson? (laughs) Garrett Wilson for me.
1: I'll stick with my top receiver beforehand, Wilson. Me also.
0: It's got a lot tougher over the last two weeks. It has. And Wilson's my number one receiver on tape going into it, but I'm still going to lead Drake London because his target share is so heavy. Christian Kirk or Rashad Bateman?
2: Give me Kirk. Give me
0: Bateman. I can't believe I'm going to say this.
2: Yep. Yep. Go on, Kirk. Yep.
0: (laughs) DK Metcalf
1: or DJ Moore? Metcalf. This this one I put it on here and it made me want to puke when I did it. DJ Moore for me.
0: (laughs) How can you pick that? Easily. How did you pick that? I think I'm going DK Metcalf. These are quick hits. We don't have time. Okay, right. (laughs) Amari Cooper or Deontay Johnson?
2: Cooper. Cooper's. Cooper. And that's go. it. That's yep. your dynasty
0: analysis for the week. Now you know, and no one's <laughs> half the battle. Go, Joe. If you want to join the Nerd Herd, promo code, football, 15%. Get on there. And I know you're like, hey, man, like we're in the middle of the season. Like, what are this dynasty sites going to do for me? We're going to do a lot. We're going to give you the dynasty nerds film room so you can watch these rookies and get ready for the 23 wow. class, all 22 films, sons. You can get on there and Son. dominate. Uh, you get the extra podcast. We're going to get, you know, we have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, we got a whole another hour oh, show to right. do, so we got a lot more to talk about. You get the Dynasty GM, which is the greatest tool in Dynasty fans of Football. Absolutely, you, like I'm trying to organize my teams right now. I'm like, okay, what trades do I need to make? I don't understand. If you have more than like three leagues, I honestly don't know how you would do it without the, the GM tool. Yeah, we literally built a tool because we all play in a lot of dynasty leagues. We need something that we like. We need a tool to streamline this. Yes. And for the price of a cup of coffee, if you use that promo code, literally for the price of a cup of coffee a month, less than the price of a cup of coffee a month, be honest with you. Cause I drank those nitro cold brews, uh, add ice in a venti cup. So it's like six bucks, Five twenty five. I get one every day. Woo. Yeah. That's why my kids can't go to college. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Daddy needs caffeine. Daddy needs to stay yeah, awake. Nitro caffeine. Um, but with the price of a cup of coffee, you get the Dynasty Nerd's film room. You get the Nerd Score, and you get the Dynasty GM, and so much more. And all I ask is, hey, you know, support the game of Dynasty Fantasy Football. Support the podcast. Sign up. Try it out. If you like it, stick around. If you don't, it's not for you. No hard feelings. Everything is gonna facelift and upgraded. The Dynasty GM is getting a lot more tools added to it here in the next probably couple months. Uh, so now's the time to get in. You know, you never know. Prices could go up. You never know because it's going to be so sweet. Check it out. See if it's for you. I guarantee you're going to have a good time doing it for the price of a cup of coffee. Streamline your dynasty leagues. Remember, you can, if you have leagues in Sleeper, ML, MFL, Flea Flicker, FFPC, like all of them could be streamlined in one place, all your leagues in one place. And you stored. can manually
2: load them too, don't you forget. And you can
0: manually load your entire Pretty league quick. in a couple yep. uh, leagues. See the trade calculator. See the league analyzer. It's my favorite thing to use. Get on there. We have a lot more player cards and stuff coming. You're going to be very excited to see what the GM can do here Mm -hmm. in the next couple months in 2.0. It's going to be absolutely stunning with more things in the pipeline. Check it out. Use that promo football. That way you're only paying the price of a cup of coffee. Check us out. Give us a chance. See if it's for you. We'll be back next week talking Dynasty week four in review. Hope all your players come out healthy. More importantly, hope the Browns come out with a W to go up to four and three and one. Three and one. I'm not good at arithmetic. Well, we we almost counted the
1: Jets
2: game as there was a ninety nine point nine percent probability. <laughs> Ugh. Adios.